0: To oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that everything is energy, and that energy is interconnected and interdependent. In essence, that energy is just one thing. Now, science is now teaching it, but this is not even new science. This is the science of quantum physics, which has been around for over 100 years. Now, ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. So science and spirituality and ancient wisdom is actually saying the same thing. And so in essence, what you do to another person, you are actually doing to another aspect of yourself and when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness there will be peace on earth today's show topic is turning in within turning within with kelvin chin kelvin welcome to wake to oneness radio
1: thank you very much caroline great to be here great to be here
0: kelvin Please share with our listeners your journey to awakening.
1: Sure. Um, well, my journey started uh, at birth, <laughs> like most people. <laughs> it will start at the beginning, uh, physical birth. Um, I uh, Very early on, I was playing with angels uh, when I was about a year, two, three years old. Now, I didn't know that uh, right. until... My aunts told me this when I was in high school or something because they were in junior high and high school right. when I was born. And I would go visit them at my grandparents' house. And my mother was the eldest uh, child. So she, you know, she got married first and had the first baby and it was me. And okay. so um, I, I that was my first thing that experienced uh, spiritually that I was not even aware of. I hadn't remembered. Um, until they pointed it out to me when I was in high school. So that was interesting to me, Mm -hmm. to learn about myself. And um, I learned to meditate when I was a teenager. um, And that opened me up in a different way. Um, And we can get into details about all that. But then uh, in my mid-20s, my reincarnation memory started opening up around 1977. So I was 26 years old at the time, and it was spontaneous. and they go back about 6,000 years now. I, I, I remember uh, pieces of lifetimes for about 20 to 25 lifetimes, wow. stretching back about 6,000 years. Awesome. And then in the mid yeah, in the mid-1980s, I opened up and I just started just spontaneously. I'd never read any spiritual books or, or seen any lecture I mean, I, I, I learned meditation because I was a stressed-out college kid, and I was anxiety. Re- That's why I learned to meditate. I didn't learn to meditate for spiritual reasons, but then I started having all these spiritual experiences. Mid 1980s, uh, archangels, angels, uh, people who were dead, dead loved ones, other people who I didn't know who were dead, et cetera, started communicating with me. And I started, uh, that started in 1986, and and, uh, all the reincarnation stuff has continued to present. And so now, see, it's been happening for me for so long, it is very normal, very natural yes. for me. So, and I've had many experiences on the other side. I had an NDE when I was 21 years old. I almost drowned, etc. So, I've had this huge range of experiences that's been going on for, well, my whole life, and then, and consciously, uh, you know, for 50 years since I learned to meditate. Wow, <clears throat> So Amazing. that's the big picture. So we're. Yeah, where do we <laughs> well, do going, want to go? Well, we're going. We're staying.
0: We're staying right with you. <laughs> it's great. No, <laughs> everything you everything you said is amazing, and I love. I even I love the fact that you said it wasn't like you were studying books. Cause I yeah. one of the things I stress on my show or I share on my show is yeah. truth is not found in the outer world. Truth now a book. Books are great. Teachers are great. Lectures are great. Workshops are great. All those things are great. But all those things can do is point you to you because the only place truth can be found is within you. So exactly. that is, but and a good book, inspirational book or inspirational teacher, inspirational lecture, workshop, points you to you. And when you, but to, exactly. the truth is actually found within you. So I love that you
1: said That's that. That's exactly right. yes. I love that you said that because... Um, because that's why I talk about turning within. You know, I talk my, my my meditation. I call turning within, and I use the phrase turning within even when I'm not talking about meditation per se. Because just like you said, it's about turning within. We we live in a world that's so external oriented, and everything is judged and valued and so forth in external, uh, what I call material ways. And I don't mean materialistic, just financial. I
0: know. Things. I know what you're
1: talking yeah. about. Yeah, it's just stuff. You know. And uh, it, 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 we point, things we can identify and point to. And I get it, and I understand it, and that's our waking state reality, and it's okay, but there's this whole inner reality. And, and so, um, to your point, you know, I've had all these experiences, but to me, for me, like you said, it's, it's all about self-knowledge. It's about knowing ourselves more. How can we open ourselves up more to who we are? And then along those lines, the experiences I've had are unique to me. And so I don't tell people they have to have the experiences that I've had or even in the maybe they've even had reincarnation memories, but they're not in the same way that I have. And that's fine because we're all unique and we're all figuring it out. That's what self-knowledge is. Right. And so I am interpreting. And so I encourage my students, for example, to have their own experiences. I use mine as as a kind of um, I call them data points so that they can kind of have an informational point but they have to have their own experiences and then they have to have their own interpretations of those experiences. And I tell them they, they have their, their own interpretation of what I'm saying too, because this is my interpretation. That's what self-knowledge is, right?
0: Yes, very true. Uh, it, it, what we are, are unique. We're all, like, right. no two snowflakes are alike. Exactly. No two people are alike. We are all unique aspects of the divine of god of source all that is whatever terminology you want to give the one because all mm. there is is one and we're all unique aspects of that one so yes 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 exactly what you said it's very everybody's awakening experience is going to be unique everything everything they go through in life is going to be unique to them so that's very yep. very important
1: yes yeah and just like you said everybody's experience of again like as you know i work across all cultures all religions i work with people who are atheists agnostics muslims jews hindus you know uh, christians doesn't matter and, and and buddhists and so forth so so for me i leave people open to how they experience if they call god god you know how they, what what is their experience of god and how do they interpret that experience that's between them and themselves, not now they can ask me for my opinion, it's so over and so on, but I, I make it clear that that's just my opinion. That's my interpretation and so forth. They have, we each, like you say, are unique. I call it free will. we're free will, freestanding minds. We are. The phrase I use is we are sovereign entities, our mind, our consciousness, our spirit, our souls. We are sovereign entities, independent. And we, this is the eternal journey that we're on is called life, in, in my opinion. It's, at least my memories go back 6,000 years. I, you know, I, don't, I can't speak for eternity, but right. logically logically, it seems, logically it seems eternity. And, 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 and so this is what we're doing, right?
0: yes 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 i agree i also want to just mention to the the viewing audience because some people might be listening to this on a podcast which is great because your audio is fine um but if people are watching us on youtube the your video is 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 a little frozen at times are, are not fluid your your video is not fluid but that's okay and it's because of the times we're living in right now um more people because of the pandemic are home on zoom and so we're recording this on zoom so many more people are using zoom right now than normally would be and the internet is shaky right now so i just want i just want to explain that to people who are list, are watching this on youtube uh i'm just very glad that they can understand what you're saying even though the video on, on their end might look a little well what's wrong with that video <laughs> so yeah, I just want to yeah, give that explanation we're, 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 and that also kind of leads into what we are experiencing right now. This, what I call is a fear pandemic. It's more, it, it, yes. it, it's, it's a fear tactic to put people in yes. a state of fear. Cause when people like, like when you know, it's all about mm. truly knowing who you are. And when you know you are a divine, infinite, meaning eternal, a divine, infinite, unique Aspects of God, all that is. My term for God is all that is. There's nothing outside of God. Everything is God, and and everything has that energy, that one energy which I call love. Science has discovered this energy. That everything is this energy, and my word for that energy is love. And when you understand and know who you are, nothing. You can't be afraid of anything. What what? When you know you are a divine aspect of God. What can, what does God fear? Nothing.
1: Right, right. So, right. So, I,
0: that, so to me, when you're awakened to who you truly are, there's no reason to fear.
1: Yeah. So, that's, why I, that's why I talk about turning within. Yes. And what does that do? That strengthens one connection, one's connection with oneself, and that increases one's self-confidence, and that broadens one inner, one's inner foundation, so that then we feel more stable and unshakable regardless of what uncertainties may occur in our lives. Because I, as you know, one of the, one of the nonprofit segments of one of the segments of my nonprofit is, is my overcoming the fear of death work. And I've written a book to that title and so forth. Um, But, you know, in helping people overcome the fear of death, very often um, what we can distill down, distill that down to is the fear of uncertainty. And so that's what we have going on right now worldwide with this pandemic. The, the fear of uncertainty, and I tell people even long before this pandemic you know happened, I, I would tell people, look, I I I can't change the fact that we live in an uncertain uh, universe because in the free will universe that's inherent. The uncertainty is inherent. People are all making free willed independent choices and so forth and so on that are influencing this that and the other thing. Plus the physical world itself is doing its own thing and so forth, and we're interacting with it, etc. As as individual minds. All of that creates incredible amount of uncertainty. I cannot tell you whether my organic Fuji apples are gonna be at Trader Joe's. Literally, like two, three months ago, I went there and there was one left on the oh, aisle. Wow. One, And I took one. Okay. I Sometimes, love it.
0: You know what? I just have to say with because yeah. with this crate, this has been going on now a month. I have yeah. never in my life, I'm fifty-eight years old, never in my life went into a store and saw empty shelves before this is the first time in my life I saw yeah. empty shells. but honestly a lot of times I would find that one thing I was looking for and there would be one left that's the universe saying here this is for you
1: okay yeah <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. And, yes. and, yes. and then sometimes and then sometimes if you want toilet paper it ain't there at all so well, you that, know, so I have-
0: the thing about toilet paper because honestly okay. i i always have toilet paper in the house for three weeks i wasn't able to buy any even though i never ran out but then when i saw some i did buy some but i am using the same amount of toilet paper i've always used so i don't get everything yeah, at all exactly
1: I don't. exactly I don't. It's I don't. <laughs> somebody somebody has garages a whole bunch of people have garages full anyway back to my point it's like it's like I tell people, I can't get rid of the uncertainty in, in the world, but I can help you reduce and get rid of your fear. I, that's what I can do. So that's the issue. It's not about getting rid of uncertainty because that's what the knee jerk is. Look at toilet paper, for example. Why are people buying that? It's because no they're trying to control things. They're trying to control their lives. That's the inner reason because they feel out of control because of this pandemic. So they think, "Well, I'm going to control things. I'm going to buy all the toilet paper, and then they get a garage full of toilet paper. Then how do they feel? They still feel they
0: won't have to buy toilet paper for another ten years.
1: <laughs> I know, yeah, but they're still, fe- but 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 they're still fearful. That's yes. the point. It yes. doesn't get rid of the uncertain of the fear. It, yes. You know, you know. Now I'm certainly going to have toilet paper for the next year. So I'm still afraid. You know." <laughs>
0: exactly because the actions the action outward actions will not um soothe anybody's fear I have to honestly say and I've said this several times on my show I again I was I was awake from birth and didn't know it um but um one of the things I never felt never ever in not a day in my life not a second in my life have I ever felt feared feared death I always knew that there was a greater reality, much, you know, much greater than what was around us even as a very small child. I never feared death. So, um that just, you know, and I know many people will say, "Wow, that's like wow, you never felt no, never felt and, and and I guess death is the biggest uncertainty. I I've always known internally and it wasn't from a book. From a person, I always knew internally that there was a greater reality. And it, it was it was gonna be better than this. <laughs> you know, this but there's I, I'm not I'm not putting down the 3D, what I call this this reality, I call the 3D matrix. Yeah. And it's still a matrix that we are each co-creating. Mm-hmm. We're collectively creating this matrix. And just as we collectively created it, we can collectively dismantle dismantle it and my belief what's going on right now is the dismantling of the 3D matrix so we could we're we're going as a humanity as a collective as as Gaia mother earth we're going to a higher dimension like you say you've seen many dimensions and we as a collective are going to a higher so it's exciting it's very exciting some people people that are not aware of what's happening right now are very fearful But those that are awake and aware are like, I can't even, the last three, four weeks, I haven't been able to really sleep knowing that, wow, we are at the beginning of humanity's mass awakening. And it's really exciting.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out, you know, because we historically as a race um, have been through this over the millennia a number of times. Yes. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, but, I hear but, what. But well, point, let me just. Can I interject
0: yeah. right there? Yeah. I see what you're saying there. But see, there's multiple timelines, <clears throat> and I believe that each of us will experience the timeline that we resonate to. Yes, as as a uh, humanity has been through this many times, but um, but where we resonate is where we'll we'll be, and it's it's in a now moment. It's like in every now moment. You choose by your vibration, like, okay, we'll take the the two main vibrations is love or fear. So now those who want to stay in the fear, I mean, and it's a free will choice and there's no judgment. Those who want to stay in that vibration of fear is going to experience something very different than those who stay in the vibration of love. Because it's all, it's, no, it's multiple times. It's an infinite number of timelines we can experience. And yep. we have that free will choice.
1: So, so each individual, like you said, has that choice. Yes. So some people will choose, choose as you use your terminology, some people will choose moving away from fear and some people will choose to stay with fear. So that's an individual choice and we'll see how that works out. Yes. Um, but, but, but to your point, about physical reality, I always like to emphasize that um, we are here in physical reality to live and enjoy and be effective and interact with each other in, 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 in whatever way we, again, free will choose to. Now, I choose to interact with people in a non-hurtful way. Some yes. people choose to act in a hurtful way. That's their choice. And we can talk about why, because I've written about this, why, why are people cruel? And why do they bully? <clears throat> and, and what can we do about it? But we live in a physical reality that, in my opinion, we chose to be here. So let's yes. embrace this and not be, have one foot in one boat and one foot in the other. Be fully here. Yes, <clears throat> you could say, Kelvin, don't you have one foot in the other boat in a sense, so to speak. I mean, I, 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 I kind of can go from here to the other side very easily, quickly. But I am engaged here as Kelvin Chin. I am not enamored by my other lifetimes. I I know what they are. I learn from them. I take tidbits, and I've learned from them. That's a choice that I make. And that's what I encourage my students to do, is to draw, if they have old memories like that, to draw and learn who they are. Because it comes back to the first thing you said, which is, I love, which is knowing thyself. Know ourselves. Self-knowledge. Self-realization. And so how does that inform us? But it's informing me as Kelvin Chin to help me in twenty twenty, the twentieth century and now the twenty first century to live here in the present. Because I am in the continual present, which happens to be right here. Last I checked on planet Earth. <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
0: No, no, no. I hope you didn't get from what I was saying not to be here in present. Because I No, I that's I, what I got. Okay. I got that
1: from you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I was, I, All was right. rein, yes. I was reinforcing. I was reinforcing Thank what you said yes. because I was reinforcing what you said because I I often hear other people, not you, other people say, oh, you know, we need to, this is an illusion. For example, this world is an illusion. Okay, I agree that there are parts of life that people may choose mentally that are illusory, but this world is real. This is like this table is real, this laptop is real. It's not an illusion. I'm not making up the fact that I'm talking to you right now on, on your podcast, right. you know, uh, right. wait to win I wait to win this podcast, I'm not making that up. That's not an illusion, that's reality. Okay. Now I agree that we may, we may ch- make choices, however, to live in fear, for example. And, 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 and we can make that our, our reality. Is that a structural reality that exists for everybody? No. It's a choice that that person is making, so so illusory in that sense, right. that person, okay? Right. but for them, it's their reality, you know <clears throat> but this is a physical reality. We do have houses, it's not an illusion. that's what i was that's what I was referring to because some people talk about this is an illusion and the, and, and, and really, the real world is in heaven or 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 nirvana or whatever, depending what your culture or religion or whatever language is. You know, we need, that's where we really need to be. And, and, and that's what I discourage people from because then they're not engaging with their loved ones here really fully. They're kind of here, but they're not here. And so I, mean, I encourage people to be here in the present wherever they are. And that means after they die, <laughs> they're going to be in that present, which is heaven, nirvana, valhalla, whichever language you want to call that, you know?
0: Okay. I, I I hear you uh, uh, fully and I understand what you're saying fully. Now let's take that heaven Nirvana. Now I, and I am not, I claim to be of no religion. I mean, I was brought up in a Christian environment, um, but I don't claim any religion because my, I, once I awoke into the universal truth of oneness, to me to To put a label on me like Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, whatever, I'm separating myself from another person. So I put, I take on no labels like that. But Mm -hmm. I also there are pearls of wisdom that are in the Bible. Jesus said, now to what I see, Jesus was a very awake person walking around Mm -hmm. two years ago. And um, one of the things he said when he was asked, "Well, where is heaven?" He said, "Heaven is within." Exactly. So heaven, yep. what we call heaven, nirvana, um, utopia—that's inside of us at in yep. every now moment. So it's yep. not a place to go to; it's in us. That's where we yep. tap into it. And and as far as okay, now the physical re- reality. getting back to the physical physical reality, one of the things that stuck with me, and when I was in seventh grade science class and we were studying. Atoms and molecules, and my seventh grade science teacher said nothing is truly solid. See, this world appears to be extremely solid because it's it's um vibrating at a very low dense frequency. But we know from science, you take anything, take this desk, take the computer, take anything, put it under a super high power microscope. What do we see? We see tiny moving particles. So that tells me that this uh, dust has life in it because the particles are moving, the particles are moving and not even touching. And then we find, we call those par- particles atoms and we find out that in those atoms, it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent empty space. So the point I'm making there, everything is spirit. What we call the physical reality is not separate from spirit. What it is, is a very low vibration, which makes it very dense. And to our five human senses, for, to our five senses that are extremely limited, uh, I think science say with our five senses, we can, we can detect maybe 0.035% of what is actually around us with our limited senses. So what we call physical, is there and we are creating it but in essence it is a low vibrational it's a low vibrational of uh, spiritual dimension which i call the 3d matrix because it is there it's not that it's not real but it's not as solid as we think it is it's like and we can because with our thoughts we create it with our our individual Thoughts we can create our individual experiences, but with our collective thoughts and intentions, we create the the 3D matrix. So, so I, you, you get where I'm going.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so the way I language that is that you're talking about energy, atoms, molecules, energy. So yeah. everything is energy: the laptop, the table, and so forth and so on. And it's vibrating at a slower frequency. Than our mental thoughts, then other, but our bodies are energy. And that's what continue, you know, our, so, so our mind is energy. So that's what is after, after we die. And so, so yeah, so that's, that, that, that that's consistent with what I was saying. Now yes. the heaven thing, I was using heaven because we're speaking to people who may not, uh, who may not be thinking in the same way you are, or I am. And so I'm languaging things so that people can understand them in their language, because some people, they call that place heaven. Right. And so, but Jesus, in my memories, my memories being with Jesus, he did speak, as you said, of seeking the kingdom of heaven within. And I speak about this. So what did he mean by that? I just talked about this on Easter Sunday to one of my classes. What did he mean when he said, seek the kingdom of heaven within? That was 2,000 years ago language. The language that I use today in 21st century is turning within. It's the same thing. So seek the kingdom of heaven within. He was talking about not where his father Jehovah was. He was talking about within, turn within, strengthen yourself from within first, go inside first. I call it now, they call it the inside out approach. We go inside first, we strengthen inside so we seek the kingdom of heaven within or in my language that I use 21st century now, we yes. turn within, yes. we connect with ourselves in this different way, yes. strengthen ourselves. And then that opens up and unfolds all of these things that you're talking about, including, uh, including more subtle perception, potentially, of <laughs> all the energy uh, patterns that you're talking about, mm-hmm. like this glass of water. Is mm-hmm. made up of atoms and molecules. It is and I a have vibrational, yes. exactly, and yes. they're vibrate. They're vibrating at a certain frequency and so forth. Yes. Now, now, can you have a? Can you develop your mind? Can you develop your mind? As an analogy, I use where uh, we expand the mind outside of the eight-inch plastic bucket. Yes. So I'll explain. I'll come back and explain that in a second. But, okay. But. Can we, can, we, can we develop our mind and expand our conscious capacity for mental experience so that we could potentially actually experience the energetics that exist all around us? Yes, that is possible. And so to your point, yeah, the, and they're, they're functioning and they're vibrating at all different frequencies. And that includes what we refer to as the other side which is in far away it's right here we just don't exactly. see it because it's, right it's vibrating, here. Yes. vibrating at a different frequency like this Yes. Said. so yes. most people can't see it yes. now i have seen i have seen uh, um, energy bodies from the other side in this reality that we call physical planet earth right now yes. i've seen that uh, i've had those experiences And some other people i'm sure who listening have had similar experience or heard of people and yes. that's also uh, that's also a perception of, again, this uh, these different frequency, these different energy levels that you're talking about in terms of the atomics and the m- molecular. Yes. Now, where does that come from? So there's an analogy that I, I um, borrowed from a graduate school psychology professor many decades ago. And he, he was just talking about, you know, he's probably talking about the brain. I don't know if he was talking about the brain or consciousness, but either way, the analogy works. And what he said was, most people incorrectly incorrectly think that their mind is limited to this little eight inch plastic bucket with about 10 or 15 ping pong balls bouncing in and out of it. And he said, those are like your thoughts. Right. Most people think that's their mind because right. that's what they're consciously aware of all the day. Oh, I gotta go to the store. Oh, I gotta get, pick the kids up at school. Oh, I gotta get to work, whatever. You know, Those thoughts, you know, and they think that's their mind. He said, no, 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 your, your mind, is vast it's huge it's much bigger than this little eight inch plastic bucket yes and so even even if you're talking about the physical brain and you're not talking about consciousness it works either way because we know that we only light up a certain amount of our brain a very small percentage exactly and you were you were using example a very small percentage of our consciousness and so same thing and so i've taken that analogy and i've expanded on it so i borrowed his analogy and i say what I teach in my meditation, for example, is a simple technique to, to, with, with no focusing, no clearing the mind, no concentration, no focusing on the breath, et cetera, et cetera, which very easily and effortlessly gets the mind out of the eight-inch plastic bucket, and then we can explore the vast football stadium, or it's actually not, but that just gives him a physical example. It's really right. not, the Mind is not a physical thing. But let's just say it's a physical, you know, football stadium that seats 90,000 people. And right. you think it's this little eight inch plastic bucket because there's a little desk lamp over it. And that's all you can see And the, in the football stadium is empty at night. So right. what I'm, so what I work with people to do is light up more of their consciousness. What does that do? It gives them the ability to experience what you've been talking about. Yes. Because otherwise, like you said, it's just workshop stuff. It's like a yes. book, right? Yes. Right. Yes,
0: yes, 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 <laughs> very, very true. And I find for me is to be very present in, in this now moment, which is really what ex- helps me to expand my consciousness. And I like to, instead mm-hmm. of using the word mind and it's all, you know, like we have different words for God, mm-hmm. instead of using the word mind, which I, to me, I think of mind as this limited brain, but consciousness is unlimited. And that's what we, or the essence of what we are. Here, you as Kelvin, you have a brain. Here, I am as Caroline, there is a physical brain. We have this this physical being here. And now this physical being, I think of as a vehicle. I never, I don't think of myself as being this body i think of this body as and i designed it i like oh okay i want i want to look like this and i designed it before i came here i designed right. this vehicle it's just like a car i think uh, to me a car is such a great analogy like i have a car but i'm not my car but i use my car to get from point a to point b in this right. reality so i'm using this vehicle to get around in this dimension. Because, and there are, like you said, there are other dimensions right here. My son is in spirit and he's right here. He's the co-host of this show. So my son Kyle is right here. Yeah, I can't see him. I feel him and he speaks to me through my heart, not my head, he talks to me through my heart. And I know exactly what he's saying. And he just thanked me for acknowledging him. Um, But, um, so what I'm saying is, our body and our minds, our brains, minds, um, body, are unlimited, they, are, they can do but so much, but who we really are is infinite consciousness, which is unlimited. So, so when we- So here's,
1: wh- here's, why, here's why I use the word mind. So mm-hmm. two things on that. <clears throat> I use the word mind specifically for two reasons. One is that I'm working across 41 different countries now. So okay. people, I use, want to use a simple word that people can understand, and 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 consciousness for some people it's either off-putting or they just it's too abstract for them because they can't get their mind around it. So I say, look, <clears throat> but um, but but when I define mind, I say you could use the word spirit, soul, consciousness, awareness, synonymous with what I use the word mind. Okay. Because, and the other reason is, the other reason is, um, I specifically use mind. Because I want to teach people that their mind is an, it's not, it's not, they don't have a focusing mind and then they have this separate other mind. Their mind is a continuum. Consciousness is a continuum. It doesn't start and stop. And so the individual mind is all part of that continuum. It's connected. It's not disconnected. So I like to promote the idea by using the mind now i define it but i like as not just being the eight inch plastic bucket focusing part of our mind but but it's that vastness of our mind as well and it's all connected it's all part of it because what i've also run into is people denigrating people putting down their focusing part of their mind saying oh that's the bad that's so bad you know ego bad blah 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 now if they mean ego meaning selfish i agree with that But ego meaning identity, which is what it means in psychology, people don't often understand it. But if they're talking about identity, no, we each have an individual identity. That's not a bad thing. Now how how you express your identity, that could be a bad thing and hurtful to other people. But that's not, ego is neutral. Ego is not bad. So egos e- sometimes ego gets a bad rap because yes, people are that, not using I, I say the same thing not all the time. Directly. Nothing bad with yeah. ego. I, get, no, I say the same
0: it's thing. It's your
1: individuality. Y- yeah. It's it's like now nah, and, and is it and is it bad to be self-confident? No. Mm-hmm. Is it bad to be is is it is it not so good to be arrogant? Yeah. Yes. But arrogance is like it's like, you know, self the, like there's degrees. There's degrees. degrees, exactly. Yes, yes, and yes, so, yes, so but back to the mind point mm-hmm. is that I think I, I, I try to encourage people to think of our minds as huge. And yes, the one that helps me walk down the stairs and not trip on it, because I gotta focus on put where my feet are, is all part of me, It's part of me, and it's part of my mind, it's good. Yes, okay, I, I love what you said, because ego does get a bad
0: rap. And, but see, here's the thing, when you understand the truth of oneness, I always go back to the core of oneness, there's nothing bad, okay? Uh, it is all of service now our ego yes we need our ego in this reality in this 3d dimension that we're in we need it to help us like you say focus to walk down the stairs and to identify i'm caroline you Cal- you're kelvin and that's our identity now i i so i ego i agree with you gets a totally bad rap Because ego, there is a purpose, a very good purpose for ego. But uh, what me, me personally, and I say, and I always share with my listeners, this is, I will share what resonates with me, but you go within and tap into what resonates with you. Now, for me, what resonates is I don't want my ego, because again, when I think of my ego, I think of it, my five human senses that are extremely limited. So I believe I think of my ego as being limited in and protecting this body which is great so but I so I tell my ego and I had I, I swear to God I had this conversation with my ego just the other day I tell my ego okay you don't have to go to the back seat but you're in the passenger seat you are not driving the car you are too it's like my five-year-old okay You can, I mean, now it's illegal to have a five-year-old in the passenger seat, but I'll just say, so I don't want my five-year-old driving the car, my higher self, my, 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 my God self that knows all, I want my higher self driving the car. So you can have, I say to my ego, you're very useful. So you can ride shotgun. You know how the kids will argue who's going to ride up front with mommy and daddy, and they'll say, I'll ride shotgun. So I said to my ego, you don't have to be in the backseat, but you're definitely going to be shotgun. You're not driving the the train. You're not driving the car. My higher self that knows all, that's unlimited, is driving the car. So, yes.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're smiling. (laughs) Well, well, I guess my I want my sure. I want I want my individual self who can who knows the rules of the road to drive the car. That's okay. who I want. Okay. Now, 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 I can access my higher self while I'm driving my car, but I want the I want the one who's got the driver's license who knows the rules of the road. Well, see, no, my five-year—well,
0: to me, I think of my ego as a five-year-old. My five-year my 5 so, okay, five-year-old so does I'm not saying. have a driver's license.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what—that's okay. what I—I—I what I, I view my mind as integrated, as an okay. integrated whole, and—and—and I'm—I have a—I have a childlike goofball side to Kelvin Chin too, but yes. that's all part of me. Yes. So, so it's not—it's not that I it's not i don't want to push that aside that's an integrated part of the whole right. so i so so i hear what you're saying in the sense that i don't want to choose i don't want to make the choice that my childish kelvin chin side goofball side is going to be driving the car at that moment i want my more serious side paying attention so right. i get that so but though, but see i am the driver my right. mind i mean okay. i'm choosing at any point which goofball side. Now have I ever been in a car with my kids or my friends or somebody and gotten a little bit too goofy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then I gotta check myself. I gotta bring myself okay, I gotta pay attention to the road here. Right, 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 so, right, right, I mean, But anyway, but I, yeah. I, I hear it. But, but, but also but
0: also also again it's it's the term it's the language terminology because you're using the word mind, not that just that like you said, not just this. Yeah. Big. It's 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 your your word for mind is consciousness.
1: Yes. And well, see, it's consciousness, see my mind my, the focus part. Both right. Both, both. But
0: what I'm saying, my higher when I think I don't think of myself as separate from my higher self. To me, my higher self just knows my higher. See, you remember some of your past lives. I don't. My higher self, I know, knows all of my past lives. So I think right now, it's not that we're disagreeing. I think we're just using different terminology for yes, the same language. thing. Yes,
1: yes, exactly. It's language yes. and things. And yes. so, so, I, I, that, yeah, that, so that's what I was explaining earlier, why I define how I think. When I use the word mind, I always define that for people because for some people, consciousness, soul, spirit, uh, awareness—it—it it, it resonates and makes more sense with them. I said synonymous. You could just plug that in; it's fine.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, right. Totally.
0: See, yeah. but see how—and see how mm-hmm. language is so limited. See, because we were actually saying the same thing using different te- terminology, and people might think we're disagreeing, and we're really not.
1: Well, the other thing—the other thing is that. It's not, see this. so I draw a distinction between disagreeing and, and, and having different interpretations of experience too.
0: Exactly, because, and I agree because, with you 100%.
1: You know, like, okay, let's say uh, you've never been to New York City, and New York City we know, I'm just picking New York City because uh, it's a big city, but we know yeah. terrible things are happening in New York City, and I have a lot of friends and I have doctor clients and so forth who are, in fact, I'm doing tomorrow, I'm doing a COVID-19 training, for okay. uh, a, a, a medical staff of doctors and nurses at one of the New York City hospitals, about how to talk, deal with end of life issues, and so forth, and talk to their patients. But anyway, right. I'm just using them. This example. As let's an example Let's say, yes. let's say that no, that, that 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 somebody has never ever been to New York City. Right. And and in in three or five or six different people go to New York City for the very first time ever. Right. They come back. They have a different interpretation of what New York City is. For, exactly. Somebody, to some people, they say, no, 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 New York City is just all these really like crowded with people. They say, no, 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 it wasn't like that when I was. New York City is just all these tall skyscrapers, bullies. Somebody else says, no, New York City's about the food. New York City is <laughs> ah, about yeah. Somebody else says, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, not yeah, yeah. The no. It's the theater. It's the theater. Theaters. And so, who's who, are they? No one
0: is right. They're all yeah, for right. It. They're yes.
1: having different interpretations of the same exactly. experience. Yes. And that goes
0: like, right you know, back same to place. the... Let, Yep, yeah, that goes right back to the unique aspects. Yes. We are unique, and I agree. I say it's never about disagreeing, it's always about a different perspective.
1: Yes, and, yes. and
0: it's your everyone has a unique perspective, and right. everybody's unique perspective should be honored. Not saying yeah. we're not gonna agree with every perspective or we're not, I, I you know what? I'm not gonna even use the word agree. We, well, we don't I, have I'm the gonna, same.
1: We don't have the same it's the language I use.
0: And we don't have to take it on. We can listen, right. we share. Yes. That's yes. what we're here, it's a diversity. We're supposed to share our unique perspectives and we can honor each other and love each other for their unique perspective it doesn't have to be our perspective our our perspective could be very different so i like the word perspective and and, and if we each and we're supposed to that's the way it's supposed to be we're supposed to all have a unique perspective because we're all a unique aspect of the divine experiencing you're you're the divine experiencing being Calvin i'm the divine experiencing being caroline and that's the way and that so my thing is is unity within diversity because that's the only way we're going to achieve world peace world peace doesn't come from everybody saying this uh, from us being clones of one another that doesn't that's not world peace world peace comes from us each sharing and being our true selves and respecting and loving and honoring everybody for the divine uniqueness they are
1: yeah That's so it. for my so to consistent with what you said um I'll uh my memory of G, of of uh, being with Jesus and what the way he said that his definition of love his definition of love was consistent with what you just said his definition of love was accepting the other person for who they are, not who you wish they were. Accepting the other person for who they are, not who you wish they were. Now, does that mean that, um, so that's love, that's acceptance. Now, does that mean that you go embrace somebody who's holding a knife up <laughs> is ready going to hurt you no no no, 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 no. no
0: exactly. that does
1: not mean that that means you you appreciate and accept for who they are who are they at that moment they're they're somebody you should probably run the other way from right. so it, you're still loving them in the in the sense that you're you're going to be loving them as you run away <laughs> yeah you well you're accepting them is his yeah. point it's, you're yeah. accepting them you're yeah. accepting them for who they are now, now they're making that choice. Yes. That's between them and them, themselves, yes. making that choice to be who they are at that moment. Yes. Um, so his point was to not violate their free will. Now, we can talk about cruelty. Now, why does the person do cruel behavior? The person does cruel behavior and bullies because they're not feeling strong and confident within themselves. They're sad, they're unhappy. Why, how do they make themselves happy? Because everybody has the pursuit. In my opinion, people have the pursuit of happiness in common. Human beings. So even the bully does. So how does the bully make other people happy? I mean, make himself happy? He makes everybody else around him unhappy, <laughs> and then he depresses everybody else. And Then all of a sudden, I feel a lot better now. You know, I was feeling lousy before. I made everybody else feel lousier than I do. Now I feel great, and it's temporary, and, right. it's, and it's an illusion from a long-term standpoint but it's a quick term fix for the bully and the bullies we've seen bullies and we do, they do it over and over and over again. They are weak people inside. They are lacking in self-esteem and lack of confidence and they're unhappy people. They're essentially unhappy and that's how they make themselves happier. so So what do we need to do in Jesus from Jesus's perspective? he would say recognize that because he talked about you know you see a snake you just snake you don't go up and kiss a snake a snake is a snake you accept the snake for who they are you know and he's like you know you're just, you just you but 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 you you the way to to really help a bully is to embrace the bully increase their self confidence and then they won't be a bully anymore now that's difficult if they're like a confirmed bully and I'm not saying that you know everybody needs to go out and kumbaya a bully, you know, because you don't want to get hurt. Well, but, say, right, let me, but There are people who it. are borderline. There are borderline people who can be helped, who want to be helped, who are bullyish, right? Right. And we have, and and myself. Look, we've all been bullies at times. You know, when I was tired, and when my kids were little, you know, I've been a jerk sometimes with my kids. Of course, nobody's perfect, right? We all have those moments. But if we recognize Self-aware, self-aware. Wise, if we recognize that that that's from ourselves being a little off inside, a little bit, you know, t- too tired or a little bit whatever, then we can adjust and be less cruel in our world.
0: Yes, I just, I the, the thing I'm thinking of the whole time you're saying that what I'm thinking of is the self-love. Is yes, that, Huge. is that not having that love within yourself? Yes. is what makes you act so unkindly and mean and cruel to others because there's no self-love in there and when you and what you can do like you say it's not about getting you know going up to a murderer and just giving them a hug you know it's not about that because we are energetic beings and we can send from from anywhere in the universe we can send love and light and healing to anyone so it can be and 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 it that has science has proven that by us sending and meditating like if a group gets together and say okay i want to we want to find you know pick a certain person and we want to send that and that person could be on death row and we want to send that person love and light they will feel it they will and they will and they'll they'll all of a sudden start like hmm i'm feeling a little better i don't know why but you know what i'm saying we are that yes.
1: powerful we, we, are have, that powerful. Influence. we yes. have influence we have influence we definitely have influence so i draw a distinction between uh, i agree with you completely in terms of influence we can influence others but we cannot make choices for them they have to make that choice. that's where the free will comes in yes so there's, there's two things and they're not mutually exclusive they go hand in hand exactly. they're at the same time so where we can influence others look When I teach classes, I'm influencing people. I'm giving them perspectives and perspective. I love your word perspectives. I use it all the time with my students. I said, I'm giving you perspectives on things. You need to decide what is valuable from what I'm saying. And, and, And if it resonates, great, take it, use it, change it, whatever. If it doesn't, put it on the shelf. Do not take blindly anything that I say to you. That's the first thing I always say to my students is that they have to figure things out because back to the first thing we talked about self knowledge self realization that's all about each individual figuring it out so back to the so we influence others but he or she needs to take that if somebody's on death row they may feel that and they may they, or they may embrace it so that's their choice we don't have control over that exactly
0: exactly yep. exactly and yes i agree i totally agree and i, I but also, like i could say i always go back to the one i believe that at the core no matter how is okay it's the um non-judgment in of another in the sense that no matter how despicable their acts may be we know you know you know way more than i know i know just by a knowing inside that we live we live many, many, many hundreds of lifetimes. And 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 that in we evolve in each lifetime. So but at the core, I believe all we are beings of light. And all of us came from the light. Now we've chosen to experience some the dark. We it's a choice. We and we forget that we are of light. So at the core of everybody's being is that unconditional love, but we have forgotten many, many have so forgotten they're like nowhere near it. So we can send our love to help help them remember. But sure. it has it is, it is their free choice yes. to remember. I don't think every soul has chosen to awaken in this lifetime.
1: You're I think right. To I totally agree is a, with you.
0: It's a soul choice?
1: Totally agree. Totally agree with your last point. I mean, you look around, you look around and you say, um, uh, really, out of the 7.6 billion people on planet Earth, are you telling me that those people have strategically decided to come to planet Earth to learn lessons? I'd say no. I'd say uh, some people have, you know, a good percentage of the population perhaps has. But most people are just here generally kind of figuring things out initially. And it may take a while. For them to kind of get to the point, and who knows when? Again, that's their free will decision. We don't know but to 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 be to 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 engage in a more of a self aware awareness kind of exploration type type journey, and that's their choice. You know, it's it's totally their choice. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yes,
0: and Very I also I also say not learn. I I use the word remember or wake up because I believe at our core we are divine beings of light, and that but we don't remember. We, we chose yes. to forget, to, yes. to have the experience. We can't yes. have this experience if we remember that we're, divi- we're divine beings of light. So we yeah. have to forget to have the experience. So it's God to me. God wants to experience all that is. All that can be experienced, God wants. So we each are holographic aspects. And I love, I love the, the quote that describes holographic to me perfectly is Rumi's quote you're not a drop in the ocean you are the entire ocean in a drop so each of us is all of god in a drop but we we come to experience 3d reality so we forget and we're all on different we we live hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes and we forget and we don't you know but in each lifetime i believe we evolve you know we we start to remember a little bit more in each lifetime so so please share with us share mm. with us a cuz you said how many lifetimes do have you remembered
1: uh somewhere about 25 about 25 okay,
0: okay. Yeah. share with us an interesting lifetime um, i'm sure they were all interesting
1: yeah <laughs> so
0: we, can't, we don't have time to go through all 25
1: <laughs> well let, let me tell you about my jesus memory and it, because i want to talk about this idea of heaven on earth and if i forget in the context of this you remind me to come talk no no no! That. i'm
0: so glad you're bringing that up
1: i'm so yeah. glad so so so, yeah. so re, just remind me just say heaven on earth and it'll remind me okay, okay. If I, but i'll tell you how it unfolded okay? okay so it was the first memory that i had actually it's not the first memory I talk about because um, like in my book, there's this a copy of my book. People okay. So this book overcoming the fear of death through each okay. of the four main belief systems, the more four main belief systems, by the way, are not religious. Okay. They're, they're, they're not religious beliefs. They're not cultural beliefs. Okay. Uh, they underlie all the religious and cultural beliefs, but in, in there, um, it's not the first memory I talk about. I talk about being a Carthaginian slave 2300 years ago. Because I didn't want to talk about my Jesus memory right off the bat because, you know, I didn't want to make the book sound religious, et cetera, et cetera. But since we've already gone there in this this podcast, in this radio show, I'll go there, okay? Okay. Uh, So it's actually the first memory that I had um, in 1977. And the way it first came was it came to me in a dream. And, um, the first, and I didn't know it was a memory. All I had was a dream. Okay. just right. it, To me, it was just like a lucid dream that I'd had many lucid dreams before. And so I'd been meditating at that point about seven years. And, um, and I had a lucid dream and I was lying in a ditch and I was really distraught. I was incredibly upset. I was all dirty and I could feel that I, I had all the senses going. So, I mean, I did, I did physical, I could feel the, the dirt and the grit of the rocks and stuff in my mouth because i'd been crying on it was passed out fell asleep in the ditch on the side of a road and um dirt road and and i could see my i couldn't see my face but i saw my legs my you know and i had a tunic on kind of a thing a dirty brown thing and then and then sandals so i knew it was a long time ago but that's all i knew that was my memory okay but i was incredibly emotionally upset and so um So then, fast forward about six or eight months, I'm on a a long meditation course. So I would go on these meditation courses back then. Um, I used to teach transcendental meditation for 10 years. I studied with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. I talked to him like I'm talking to you in his hotel room many times. I was an international leader in that organization, but I left it after about 10 years because they went off in a different direction. But I was on one of his courses, and we would meditate all day, every day. And um for several months, and I was on one of these courses in Switzerland, and we left the hotel, we would go for walks sometimes, and we would sit in and, and then we'd meditate in in a hotel on these pieces of foam, wall-to-wall ballrooms of foam floor. That's it, no furniture, just foam. We'd sit there, and we'd have big group meditations. And in one of the group meditations, after a while, I started flipping over on my back and I was getting crucified upside down. So I was experiencing being crucified. And going through the physical pain and the emotional pain and all of that, you know, is not a pleasant experience. And I was, but I was physically, people could see me on my back. Other people are getting Kundalini rushes, you know, like energy rushes, you know, during meditation and they're, and they're doing these Kundalini techniques and they're bouncing around on the foam and stuff. I'm stationary on my back, like, but my my feet up in the air and, um, like a, like, a, like a shoulder stand, kind of, if people know what that is in yes, yoga. Yes, yes, So yes, I'm yes. like up there, kind of like that. My legs are up. And the energy is just like pumping through me like, like a thousand times stronger than sticking a fork in a toaster oven. You know, it's like, oh, wow. boom. Yes. And, and so that's going on. Every time I meditate for two weeks, I'm doing that. Okay. And so my friend George, my friend George Hammond is with me on that course. And um, so a little background background so you said you grew up christian i grew up christian also but i probably unlike you i was a very bad sunday school student i would go to sunday school and not pay attention i yeah. would just be teasing the girls okay? okay so i don't remember anything bible so uh, so we're walking george and i are going for a walk he was a catholic uh, you know altar boy went to catholic schools and knew all, knows all that stuff and so I started to tell him the dream that I'd had about eight months earlier. I said, George, I had this dream. And I just started. And I said, I was, I was really upset in this dream. I didn't say anything more. And he said, Oh, you were in a ditch and you were all dirty and blah, 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 blah. And he finished. He told me all the details and he told me the details of what I saw in this dream that I'd had about eight months earlier. And I said, How did you know this? And he, and he said, Because I'm the one who found you 2,000 years ago. I found you in the ditch i'm getting a little emotional right now and uh he said he found me i was so upset lying in the ditch two thousand years ago and he said you you know you've been flipping over in your back for two two weeks now and you said you've been being crucified um and uh you know you know what that you know who was crucified upside down i said no and so that's what he refreshed my memory of that so that's when i started having all the memories of being with jesus and so forth and so on it just opened up the floodgates, and so, so that's why I remember him saying, "Seek the kingdom of heaven within," and he meant to turn within, and he talked about heaven on earth, and he talked about um, because, like you said, I just want to su- support what you, something you said, you know, we got heaven there, and so, and, and we got life here on earth, but if we seek the kingdom of heaven within, we can bring heaven on earth. We can make this more light unless the language you used was dark, dark you know. And so, make the more lightness in the world, and less darkness in the world. Getting a little emotional. Right um, less cruelty, and hurtful behavior. But it starts, like you said, and you've said throughout the show today. It's going within. It's turning within that we got to connect with ourselves that's the important thing and so we need to each find a way whatever way works to turn within so i'm not a proponent of like you've got to learn my meditation technique it's like my way of the highway no (laughs) I'm, i'm an inclusive person it's like you find a way that works for you and if it works then i'm a pragmatist it's like that's what you go with and then and then but it's all about that it's like turning within so yes we can have heaven on earth to use jesus's language but it's a matter of strengthening ourselves from the inside out not making people forcing people to change we can influence like we were talking about earlier. we cannot force because no, no, then no, no. that's a violation of free will
0: right your free will is true we, we we truly live in a free will universe and it is all about that's what i was saying i think i mentioned towards the beginning it's not and i was glad that you said that a lot of everything you can't you came to wasn't that you didn't get from a book you got it from right. within and yep. that's where and we are so unique and how we go within and tap into it it's going to be different ways it's going to, meditation yoga tai chi i mean whatever floats your boat <laughs> right. if it gets you to go within and tap with that truth within you because that's where the truth lies. It's inside each of us. And each of us is going to experience it differently and have different perspectives of it. And when we, you know, when we get to the point where we can just truly tap into who we are, I think that that just everybody at some point going within and tapping into who they truly are and Coming to that realization, self realization, where it says, Know thyself. And I forget where that comes from. I know it's, yeah. I think it's in the Bible, but know thyself. Yeah, exactly. That's all. When you know, know, know yourself, we'll be, we will be <laughs> living heaven on earth when yes. everybody on the planet has tapped into that awakening. And yes. here's where we are in 2020. Now, I've been saying on this show, since september of 2019 that 2020 is going to be the year of clear vision and i don't think there's any coincidences we use we've been using the term 2020 for clear sight for Mm. you know when you go to the doctor eye doctors Mm. he said oh you have 2020 vision we've Mm. been using and i don't think that's a coincidence i believe that we are at the beginning of a mass awakening what we're going this pandemic is the beginning of a mass awakening. And when I realized, I didn't realize it right away. I realized it like maybe a a week after the whole shutdown started Mm -hmm. and I just got so excited, like, wait a second. I've been saying 2020 is the year of clear vision, 2020, but I didn't know what that was gonna look like. I, you know, and and for me, I thought usually things happen towards the end of the year, not to be where, you know, it started like in March. I'm like, this is right. But when I, I, me personally, I just got so excited because I really believe that we are, the world will never be the same after this. And I believe that, I believe there's many, many timelines we can experience. It's not Mm -hmm. just one. Because we live in the multiverse and that's again everything i speak of is there is science behind it there is the the many worlds theory in science but i believe that every there's different dimensions and and there's more than one timeline the only now the now moment is that real moment and we choose what we experience from how we vibrate, it's the frequency. Mm. So I really believe we are on a timeline as a collective to go to the fifth dimension. We're in 3D now and we're going to the fifth dimension, which will, fifth dimension will be that heaven on earth mm. that the Bible speaks about in revelations. Mm. And that revelations. Um, and I believe that we as a collective humanity can experience that together which excite in our lifetime I'm not talking about something 100 200 300 years away I'm talking about in our current lifetime we are on track this is this is my belief Mm.
1: so let let me tell you another like another another lifetime it's it's, just for educational purposes for audience. sure of course so so here's another one that came um and this one came about a year later or so so like 1978 or so but I, what I want to say about this, and it's, this also happened with my lifetime with Jesus and so forth and other lifetimes that I've had, is that pieces come over the years, and they come over the years, and it's like a it's like hundred million piece jigsaw puzzle. Imagine this. You have a hundred million piece jigsaw puzzle with no book, no, no box cover. You right. don't know what it's supposed to look like, and that's like one lifetime. Yeah. And then you get like five pieces, and whoa, they fit together. And you get like another, 12, 20 pieces, they actually fit together. But the 20 and the five don't go together, but it's the same life. Right. You start getting pee- it's like this, you know, like, you know, and you don't exactly know, like, what what is looking look like? Oh, I think I get a sense. And so let me give you an example of this. So, okay. so um, I had this experience around 1978 where I had finished meditating and I always recommend to my students to lie down or, or sit or lie or take a resting period, a transition after the meditation, before they get up, don't just get up. And I say this to everybody who, does other meditation techniques too you should always rest afterwards you transition so I'm lying there resting afterwards and I'm lying down I don't know 10-15 minutes I'm lying there in that kind of not wide awake not meditating not dreaming not sleeping I'm in that kind of in-between state okay yes and my mind's drifting all of a sudden the tv screen goes on in my mind and I see I don't see myself I see. I, I, you know how in the dream, in dreams you can see stuff. So it's like that. It's like you have a camera right here, right? Yes. You have The camera. I'm walking into this room.
0: Yes.
1: And stone floor, stone walls, stone ceilings, big stone blocks, two foot, three foot, big huge stone blocks. I walk into the room. There's nobody in the room, uh, and the furniture is all pushed to the, against the walls. Big, like ceiling, maybe forty. 50 feet high. I, I scuba dive so I can tell heights really easily. And right. so it's really big, build, big, big, big room. I walk in and there's one piece of furniture in the middle of the room. It's a full length mirror. Okay. I walk up to the mirror. Okay. It's the first time that I've ever seen myself. Right. Seen myself in a, in right, a, in a vision or anything. Yes. So I see myself and I am um, huge, big, huge guy. So at this point in my experience, I'm going to come back to this in a sec. Uh, about another experience through this lifetime but at this point I don't know how big but I'm big I'm huge I'm huge long red reddish blondish hair big full beard Caucasian mm-hmm. um, big and full-length chainmail with a tunic and a white clo- uh, a, a, a cross on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I have a, a, so I have a tunic and a cross on me. so
0: I'm thinking about the knights
1: yes, like, well, yes I'm a crusader yes. So, yes. so 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 what happened in the experience, so I see this and I have knowingness, like you said earlier, you, how do you know? You just know, how do I know I'm on a, how do I know I'm on Zoom with you? I don't know. I just know, you know, we don't need to, we don't have to call friends and say, what am I doing now? You know, just let me know, you know, no. It's a knowing. It's a knowing. Yeah. So I just knew that was me, right? I look at my, I knew it was me. And then immediately, split second later, doubt went through me. Uh, and then a millisecond later this energy went through from my feet went shot up through my body out through my head like a, like a like a fire hose of energy just shot through me yes. with knowingness knowingness again that okay. it was me so i okay. went knowingness doubt knowingness what second okay. and then then i relaxed into it and then i started having all kinds of memories and then over the years i had other pieces so let's fast forward in this same crusader memory so okay. So, so now, that was 1978. So now, let's say in 2010, okay. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I'm with my daughter, meditating with my daughter. She's sitting on one bed. I'm sitting on another bed. We're meditating together. <clears throat> and in the middle of my meditation, I yell, Saracens. And I'm, I, I have this vision of myself on horseback. The dust is everywhere, and I can feel and taste the grit of the dust and the rock, you know, kicked up by the horses, everything. And I'm, and I have a broadsword, and I'm going through, and I'm, I'm in battle. Okay, Uh uh I'm yelling Saracens. I did not know what that word meant. So Uh then I, this is 2010, just 10 years ago. So then I Wikipedia it because now we have internet. You know, back in the old days, I had to look it up Encyclopedia Britannica. Now it's like you know, I look at Google Saracens, and I find out that the word Saracens is the Is 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 the word that we used to that we used to use for the word Muslims before 1300 A.D. Muslims we started using in 1300 A.D. to present. Before that, we called them Saracens, the people of Muhammad, Islam, and so forth. Right. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So that was my life in 1100 A.D. We called them Saracens. I did not know what that word meant, and so I looked it up. So that's, a, that's an outside kind of example of a data point that I didn't know it's Kelvin Chin, but my memory blurted out the word, right? My memory banks blurted the word out and had the memory experience. Mm-hmm. So that's nothing. And then, and, then, and then, about a few years later, maybe a, a year or two later or something, I started having the knowingness that I was six foot five, 225, 230 pounds. How do you know that? How do you know? I just knew and when I was a crusader. I don't know why I knew this. I knew how big I was.
0: Right. Wow. 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 Then I figured wow. out
1: who I was. Yeah. Because wow. I always saw myself being the first or one of the first two or three into battle. Mm-hmm. And so I was. You I on the I, front
0: line, as they say. I knew
1: it was a front line and it was a leader. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. I didn't know who exactly I was mm-hmm. until, I, until I knew how big I was because. Most wow. people were about five two, five three, five four back then. I was six five, two hundred and thirty. Mm, okay, okay.
0: Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. Um, the for me, here's my definition of knowing. And mm. I, I say that all the time because people will ask me, "How do you know?" And I'm like, it, "It's a knowing from within." Like I said, it's not from a mm. book. I mean, I, there's a lot of people, a lot of things I listen to that help inspire me. The word for me, inspire, and that's why I say on my show, my my mission is to inspire others inspire means Mm -hmm. to have someone go within like you said tuning turning within but i i said my definition for knowing is belief on steroids meaning it's just i know that i know that i know Mm -hmm. And, and and i don't have to explain to someone else how i know I just know you know it's a knowing it's a it's an internal thing it's not an external
1: thing that's right, and, right. And,
0: and the other wonderful thing I was talking about the five d I loved when you were saying in the beginning how you remembered twenty five lifetimes, which is amazing because in five d where we're going, which is not <coughs> far away, we will be living as our higher selves and we will know it will be a different we will still have a body but it'll be crystalline based instead of carbon based we will still have a body it will be we will be living a human experience as our higher self and we will all know all of our lifetimes and we will be able to live this life mm. in 5D um with all of the knowing of all of our lifetimes which will be amazing mm.
1: so, yeah and so my thing always is if we remember any of our lifetimes like i said earlier what can we take from that that informs us about who we are and apply it today to help me live as kelvin chin today so for example in that carthaginian slave lifetime uh that i talk about in my book i was i was dying this the first memory i had was i was dying roasting in the sun on a piece of wreckage on what I thought was the ocean. But it okay. wasn't, the, it turned out to be what not the ocean I figured out later, but it looked like the ocean because it couldn't see any land, right? right. But I was, I was on a piece of wreckage. I was, I was dying. I was near end of death. and um, <clears throat> But what I did was I willed myself to stay alive. And I've used that willing myself to stay alive this lifetime right. when I've been laid off five times since I was 50 years old because a company gets absorbed or the 2000.com bust, you know, blows up everybody's financing or the 2008 thing, you know, and you're out on the street looking for a job, all of those things. I've used that inner strength and my knowledge about my ability mentally to have strong willpower throughout all these lifetimes to manifest myself in a way to bring myself to an interview, in other words, <laughs> to make it feel like I'm not fearful, even though I kind of was worried yes. about getting another job and supporting my little children. Right. Right. right, <clears throat> right, so right putting right. on a good face and so forth and willing myself to kind of stay in a sense financially alive. Yes. Whereas 2,300 years ago, when I was a Carthaginian slave fighting for the Carthage I was an African. I was African. I was very, very, very dark, 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 dark skin African. Yes, and yes. and I was a slave for yes. the Carthaginians rowing in a okay. in a ship. So I started having later memories. I could see the ship, then I would look it up. This is the following the breadcrumbs tip that right. I give my students. Follow right. the breadcrumbs. Okay, okay, you remember what the ship looks like? Okay, go look up and see what you can find out. What does it look like? Oh, it looked like a Carthaginian ship. Oh, who were they fighting? Oh, they were fighting the Romans. So I figured out approximately, it was approximately probably around 2,300 years ago because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Car- Carthage ruled the Mediterranean. So, see, I thought I was on the ocean initially. It wasn't. It was on the Mediterranean, but I couldn't see the land. Right. But I, okay, willed I, myself, I willed myself to stay alive long enough in that lifetime. Eventually, some fisherman or somebody came by and picked me up and I lived. But okay. I use awesome. that today, is my mm-hmm. point. How mm-hmm. can that inform me today? And strengthen me today, and inform me today about who Kelvin Chin is as a personality through all of these lifetimes.
0: Yes, yes, <clears throat> and hey, I, I love all all of your lifetimes and your your dying. A lot of people, when they do, um, either have a regression session. The first thing they do remember of a lifetime is that death moment, and what uh, to me. I, I don't even like the word death because there is no such thing as there only eternal life. And we have lived hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of lifetimes. I believe it's it's infinite. And here's the thing, too, what when you know that, when you know you're an eternal soul living thousands of lifetimes, that takes away the non-judgment of other people. Like, okay, you've lived in so many different, you were black, you were white, you were Chinese, you've been everything. We, yes. And we've all, we've all been everything. We've all been every religion. We've all been every skin color. We've been everything. And when you understand that, that it takes away all the prejudices. It takes away all the, even if someone you see, like I say, if I see someone doing something I would not do today, you know, someone going out and robbing and maiming and hurting others. I have nothing but love and compassion for that person because I know that I lived a lifetime doing that. Whenever we judge, we're judging really ourselves and, and, and us in that lifetime because it's all' it's, it's so it's just one it's just all of us and yeah. when we understand that it's all of us, it takes away we have unconditional love for others, we have unconditional compassion for others we have respect uh, unconditional respect for others and we have we understand that that soul is just at the level where it is and it it, it it it's gonna evolve and it's gonna grow but we can't force it we can't exactly we it, it's a free will it's a free will exactly. universe exactly. and we have That's very to,
1: beautifully said very yes. beautifully said yes. beautifully said it's so it's so true <clears throat> it's that <clears throat> back to the jesus definition of love yes. love is accepting the other person for who they are not who you wish they were and so and so if we do accept that <clears throat> that starts breaking down barriers, and so, you know, people use the phrase, and, and sometimes I've used the phrase, too, unconditional love, but I thought about it, and it's like, well, if we take Jesus's definition of love, love is accepting the other person, who they are, not who he wished they were, then all love is unconditional, it's like, it's what, what, there's conditional love, there's no such thing as conditional love, I love you, I only love you that, that's, I call that liking. I may like you a lot, you know, but it's not love in the way Jesus def- defined love, right? Right. So, so love is love. And it's like, it's like, if there is more of that, what you're describing as acceptance, then, <clears throat> you know, the world would be a heck of a lot. Right.
0: And, and to me, the acceptance comes from the knowing of the oneness, knowing that you truly are not separate from that person.
1: We and are not connected from yeah, all that connected. is.
0: Yes. Yes there's, there's no separation. Yes. yes, there's an interconnectedness.
1: Yes. Yes, there's an interconnectedness that is largely overlooked, we'll just say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll yes. say it judiciously. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Well, it's, that's the
0: 3D, the three, like I say, this <laughs> physical reality that we're in, the 3D matrix, um, is all about separation. It, that's, it, it's at the core of this 3D reality is separation. And that's why I, I launched my show five years ago, six months after the transition, that's the word I use, transition of my son who's in spirit. I was awakened in the middle of the night to by spirit to launch the show. I had no idea what a podcast, I never even heard the word podcast at the time. So I didn't know, you know, but I was inspired to do it. And I just was obedient. But it was it's about it was my mission was is to awaken the humanity to the fact that there is no separation. Science is telling us this um, ancient wisdom, spirituality the core of all religions is unconditional love and oneness. And this is what Jesus knew this. Jesus, this is what Jesus was teaching 2000 years ago. And so my, it was just that because we, I believe we are at that transition where we are going to a higher level as a collective in the 5D, we will all know that the key to 5D, the passport to get to 5D, is knowing the one. And when I say knowing, it's it's a it's not a belief. It's a knowing that we are one with all that is, the Creator, Divine God, whatever terminology. Knowing our oneness with Source and knowing our oneness with each other. That is our key and our passport p- passport to 5D. And on 5D Earth, there will not be this division because 5D Earth is all about unity consciousness. 3D matrix is all about separation. So it's there, that's that that mm-hmm. big bridge difference.
1: Yeah. So so yeah. So this interconnectedness that we yeah. all have, yes. and it's the so the phrase that to, to use the same. <clears throat> to say the same thing in the used language that I use, I talk about integration. Yes. So it's about integrating because we can. It's mutually. They're not mutually exclusive. The having the the heaven on earth experience is can be is a real experience, and we start each individually. That's the thing. Each individual is an individual component of helping make that happen yes. uh, jointly. So, but it starts on the individual level because the free will, free willness, cannot be you know, uh, it cannot, it cannot be superseded. It, you know, exactly. the, the free will happens. And so people need to make that choice and it's their choice to make the choice or not, but yes. <clears throat> you know, uh, to, to integrate, to be, <clears throat> excuse me, to be more integrated in terms yeah. of our inner and our outer. So yes. you talk about, so to me, to use your language, like 3d is like outer, 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 and five, what you're calling five D, I call that an integration of the inner and the outer. Well, and exactly. So, yes. And, yes. And it so is, the, Yes. The integration of the inner and the outer can be a living reality yes. for anybody who chooses.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And and actually, in essence, it's because if you're if you're <laughs> in that integration right now, you are in five D right now exactly yes, yes exactly. Exactly, exactly 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 that's right yes very true now please kelvin please yes. share with our listeners how yes. they can find you fo- mm. follow your work and how they can find your books tell share everything all okay. your details with our listeners
1: okay probably the easiest thing to do and i'll give them some other you know other subsets of this but the easiest thing is if they google my name kelvin <laughs> chin K-E-L-V-I-N. Okay. Just going to make sure you got the L in there. Yeah. K-E-L-V-I-N-C-H-I-N. If yes. they Google my name, everything pops up. Because I have four different websites. Okay. My turning turningwithin.org is my meditation website. Okay. I have overcomingthefearofdeath.org is yes. my help for overcoming, you know, helping people regardless of what their religion is and so forth, helping yes. them reduce their fears and yes. anxieties. And then uh, my third one, which is my more spiritual website, is KelvinChin.org. so okay. They're all dot they're all orgs because they're all nonprofits. Yes. And, um, and then they should also uh, find me on Facebook. Okay. And then uh, and then uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is just called Kelvin Chin Turning Within. Okay. Or they could just they could probably just type in Kelvin Chin and they'll find me that way too. But either way.
0: Okay. On, awesome. On YouTube.
1: Yeah. Well, the
0: wonderful thing I do do a blog post for all my shows, and in my blog post we'll have all those links. So that would okay, be easier for them to find, great. which is great, 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 yeah. great. great, and, great. The book,
1: and the book is available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and all the, it's worldwide, it's, it's available worldwide. Um, yes. It's both paper, paperback, ebook, and I do the audio book. Okay, awesome. I do the, I do the narration, so.
0: Very, very good. Well, thank. This has been so wonderful. <laughs> I,
1: thank you I'll so much, you, It
0: is. I love doing these, having these conversations with people that are awake and just sharing it with the world. That is just. I feel that's why I'm here. That's my purpose, and I'm just following it. So thank you so much, Kelvin. I got to meet. You are a tall guy. How tall are you? Because I, right. I am five one and a half. And I got to meet you in person at the conference in September. How tall Wait, are you? I'm
1: 6 I'm 62, 63 with my shoes on. When you saw me, I was probably 63-64 six six okay. with my shoes on. Yeah.
0: And yeah. my son Kyle, who's in spirit, is yes. 6 is 62.
1: And he looked like say, I saw his picture. I saw his picture, and yeah. he looked about six two. Yeah. Yes, he's six up,
0: two. Yeah. A big right. guy. He played football in high school. I, I saw and when that. We, and when people saw us together, people could not say. People would say, "How did that come out of this?" You exactly. <laughs> so,
1: so, you got exactly what my mother got. The whole, my her my, my my whole life growing up with my mother because my mother was five foot zero. Okay. My, my mother was five zero, and my father's five six. I outgrew my mom in the fourth grade and she used to get (laughs) people used to think that I was her younger brother. Okay. She well, loved that. She loved that, right?
0: Yes. Yes, yes. Well, here's the thing. Since Kyle, out, way out, when since the time he was 14, whenever we would be together, people would think that we were a couple. And that I loved it because <laughs> they, they made me they made me feel nice and young. I, he hated it. He would say, Mom, get away from me. Get away. I don't want people to think we're a couple. He would. He, he hated it.
1: Yes. That's hysterical. Well, that's a, that's a statement about your youthfulness, too, yes. Yes, right? That's Yes, good.
0: yes, yeah. yes, yes. So I loved it, because people would say, oh, they think I'm that exactly, young. Exactly. Yes, he hated it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's hysterical. Well,
0: thank you, Kelvin. This has been so wonderful. Oh, thank good. you so yes. much. And we will be sharing this. We'll go... Air live this Friday, and I will share you after I prepare it. I'll share all the links where you can share with your listeners, your followers. Sounds good,
1: sounds good. Thank you so much. It's really good to see you.
0: Thank you. Yes, namaste. Thank you so much. Hi, that was a great conversation with Kelvin Chin. Just imagine having glimpses of 25 other lifetimes. Uh, that is just amazing. And he also had a near death experience, he has, has. wonderful experiences. You have to check out his books um, and they will all be linked in the blog post I write up for um, Calvin. So I also like to offer on my website a free mentoring session for anyone interested in having a free mentoring session with me. Please just go to my website awake Oneness Radio and just email me and let me know you're interested in a mentoring session with me. Um, I also am hosting a weekly Zoom meeting, um, especially now during the pandemic. um, We are all shut in and the more we communicate um, through gatherings like Zoom meetings, it's the great way for us to stay connected and to expand our consciousness. So the meeting this month, April, will be Thursday, April 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're interested, again, just go to my website and I will just email me, let me know, and I will make sure you have the link to that monthly meeting. Also on my website, you will find a list of free online events. I love to share these events and they do change kind of weekly. Now, many of the events are focusing on holistic healing, holistic ways of boosting your immune system and holistic ways of healing. So you just go to my website, you'll see a tab free online events that you can check out. Also, I am just uh, inviting you to pledge a dollar, five dollars, whatever you can afford to help support Awake to Oneness Radio. There is a donation button on the website, and all donations are greatly appreciated. So, thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Love you all. Hope you all staying well. And please, um, during these times, it's very important that we remember to go within, like Calvin and Kelvin and I were uh, talking about, um, you know, going within, meditating more, spending more time in nature. All these things are great at this time of um, what we're going through at this time of the pandemic, to do everything we can to keep ourselves healthy physically, mentally, and spiritually. Thank you.